What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. We are the Nana Brothers. As always, I am Ethan. Over there is Nick. Here I am. What's up? Here you are. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Enjoying I'm, your, uh, I'm enjoying doing all right. Yeah, you know, Wednesday hump day. It's here. It's ready. We're doing it. Nice. I'm currently sitting here. 9.35 p.m. on a Wednesday, enjoying a Hot Pocket and wondering why I'm a fat piece of shit. Dude, uh, I worked out for the first time in a long time. And by worked out, I mean I played in a, a volleyball game uh, last night. And I am so out of shape, it is not even funny. I'm sure it's funny a little bit. It A little bit, but not... <laughs> not I don't know. I don't want to be out of shape. Like I, I, I need to go back to the gym. It's just, I have like these terrible eating habits of oreos where I, if i buy a pack of oreos i can't not eat the whole thing in one sitting okay so my problem is chips ahoy cookies with the candy crunches in them yep i buy the family size and i eat a row of sitting so yeah I usually, so so i'm usually done with it by like three nights and it's that and a gallon of milk that's, so, that's so i'll buy time. i'll buy oreos and do the same thing where i'll eat like a row and then I'll be like, yeah, I could have like three more and then eat three more. I was like, ah, but I, I have enough milk to drink, to eat like two more and then I'll eat two more. And then dude, it's, it's so bad that I will like, I, I wasn't like, I didn't buy Oreos for maybe three or four months. And then, uh, we, we got some the other day and I just haven't been able to kick them again. It's just, it's a bad habit, man. It's like Oreos are my cigarettes. It's, it happens. I mean, for me, it's usually like, okay, I skipped like dinner around dinner time today. So I'm just going to have a hot pocket at 930 and then I'm hungry by 1030. So that's when I have my cookies and milk. And then by midnight, if I'm still awake, I'm like, oh, but I have some Kit Kats in, this, in the cabinet. Might as well Dude, just snack on some of those. It, it, gets, it gets out of hand real fast. We are the same person. It's, pr- no, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's, it's really bad. But my Chips Ahoy intake is pretty bad. I actually forced myself. I was in the middle of eating a cookie yesterday. I had my hand holding the cookie and dipping it in the milk and I forcefully closed the thing and like ate the cookie and put it back in the cabinet. Cause I know mm-hmm. if it sat there in front of me it, the whole thing would have been gone and it's bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I need, I need to need to lose a little weight. Although the holidays and uh, the winter don't really help that much. Cause it's not well, nice. house. You don't like walk outside as much and all that stuff. But well, th- well, that's my excuse. I mean, I walk a lot for work, so I mean, I get a little bit of exercise and by a little bit, I can't stress enough little bit of exercise, but like the holiday weight is just a thing that I think I'm just using because I didn't really eat a lot for the holidays. I ate a lot sitting at home, watching TV, eating nothing but shit. So it's just an excuse that I use. Yeah. I think it's also an excuse I use. I think I'm just kind of lazy and a piece of shit, but you know, whatever I'll, uh, I'll eventually lose, lose my, my ho- quote unquote holiday weight. I got to get back in back in shape for baseball season. Yeah, I, I was hoping volleyball would help, but I mean, playing once every week, and then uh, also we took like the entire month of December off and yeah. uh, the beginning of January off for like our holiday break. So uh, that didn't really help. But hopefully, uh, every every Tuesday now we can uh, I can lo- shed a couple, not even a couple pounds, shed half a pound, and I'd, I'd feel okay. But then gain it back the next day when I eat a pack of Oreos. But Progress is progress, man. Progress is progress. So just a little bit of housekeeping for everybody. You can catch this show usually every Wednesday night 
it's been Thursday, so I might switch that to Thursday. But uh, if you guys want to send us some topics to talk about, uh, hit us up on Twitter at bros underscore talking or shoot us an email at bros talking pod at gmail.com. I will list those in the show description. As always, Nick, we got a little bit of feedback from our friends podcast. Oh, do tell. Uh, so this is Lori in New Hampshire. Uh, she says uh, two important topics that were not touched about in this show. One, who was it that introduced you to this landmark series? Uh, and two, her favorite guest star was um, Kathleen Turner, who was Chandler's Chandler's dad. That was I, I did mention Chandler's dad in that episode. You, you did, so. but we didn't mention Kathleen Turner by name. Uh, yeah, so Lori, Kathleen Turner and Lori. And Lori. Lori asks, uh, "Who who introduced us to a landmark series?" Uh, and I believe that would be our our mom, who was the our mother. Our our mom is the one who introduced us to Friends, and uh, we are forever thankful for the, all the shows that that our mother introduced us to. Thank you, Mom and Andrew. Thank you, Mom. You're the best. We love you. Um, keeping it in the same uh, vein, we got a little bit of listener mail. A question coming in, so. We are, it's two questions. Uh, this comes from uh, Tiffany, also in New Hampshire. You might know because I've mentioned her Shout on the show Tiff. before. She asks, have you guys always been close? And what has been your favorite memory together? So it's a, mm, kind of so, a, oh. a little bit of a loaded question right there. Very loaded and very personal, too. A little, a little personal. So we're going to get we're going to get deep and personal in this episode, uh, like six episodes in. And you guys will actually get to know about us a little bit. So uh, short answer. Have we always been close? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's we really not, a room. Yeah, it's really not that hard. We grew up in a, a pretty small house, um, and we shared a room for the entirety of our childhood until Nick, you moved out to go to college. So I did. Uh, there's there was moments where we probably hated being in the same room as each other. Um, namely, I hated when you were in a relationship that you weren't. We none of us were a fan of. Oh yeah, that's um, a, those, mainly those because I, I do feel bad about those phone calls. Yeah, dude, you were uh, you were on the phone <laughs> until like two in the morning, and our beds were literally head to toe to each other. <laughs> um, yep. So I'd have to listen to you uh, plead for your girlfriend not to break up with you this time, and then seventeen-year-old uh, me. And then day. two days later, it would be the same exact conversation. And I would just be like, "Dude, what the fuck, man? Like, I'm trying to sleep here." I mean, other than that, I don't think I really ever hated sharing a room with you i mean it got fucking messy but i think that's mainly my fault absolutely your fault uh well, i am 110 your fault i am a messy you person and yep. that is probably the biggest thing that differentiates us i would say is the fact that i am just a very this can go here for right now and then just forget about it while i feel like you are a very neat and tidy person and you you know you will vacuum even if it's just your Roomba that vacuums you'll vacuum and you'll sweep and you'll hang up all your clothes as soon as they're done and the laundry and shit like that yep. and I'm just I am not that kind of person see that's funny you say that because if if my uh, co-workers are listening they know that my desk is one of the messiest things in the entire building so it's really funny that my house where I obviously have all my stuff is very neat and organized and then you go to work and my desk is just piles and piles of just trash and stuff that I need, but don't know where to put it. And I'm very unorganized at work, very organized at home. So it's a little different than that. Uh, my desk at work is also very unorganized, but that's, but just, that's just you. That's just me in general. Yeah, I'm just a yeah. very unorganized person. And that's kind of one of my things as I get older that I'm trying to uh, acknowledge that I need to be better at organize organization and where I put things and remember where I put things and 
kind of file file my stuff away correctly but that's just uh hard to do in my mind for some reason i uh i learned how to do that after i moved out because it was very hard to do living with you i mean yes i was probably to blame or i was 75 percent of the reason why that that room was dirty but also that up to 85 uh, I was like 90% of the reason why <laughs> yeah, there you go. we that room was dirty. But I th- also feel like we had a, each had a bunch of stuff in a pretty small space. So we kind of just ran out of room to put all our shit. That's fair. You but, could say we were hoarders a little bit. I Yeah, dude, when we cleaned our room, I never threw anything away because I'd, I would find something and be like, oh, shit, I found this thing from like six years ago. I can't throw this away and put it on a shelf right. somewhere. Yeah. Or stick it underneath my bed. Yeah. Um. So... I mean, yeah, we've we've always been close. Um, I think I, the age gap the age gap for us is perfect. Five years. Five. We are five years apart, and I, yeah, I think that any closer, we probably wouldn't have been as close, or any closer in age, we wouldn't have been as close because we would have been, you know, going to middle school together at the same time and high school together at the same time. And I just don't feel like that works out as well as people who don't do that. That's not um, always true. That's I mean. For the most part, for my friends, I know there are, there are brothers that are like two years apart, and they were just so different that they didn't get along as well. We're just so similar that I think that also helps. Yeah, we have close. we have really similar tastes in in, in humor and, and entertainment and things that we like. I mean, we share a, a shit ton of things in common. Like we both are diehard sports fans and and movie fans and. Uh, stuff like that, but music and video games yeah. and all that shit. I, I mean, I, I have you to thank for getting me into the music that we're both into, such like you know the pop punk, pop punk scene era. and yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, Lil Wayne, I, <laughs> I'm you. I have the, you to thank for for Lil Wayne. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I, I do agree that I think our our age gap is kind of a uh, yep, kind of perfect. And it's weird because like a lot of our friends have the similar age gap. Like a lot of my friends have brothers and sisters that are your age that you graduated with. So yeah, I, I remember. Kinda, it's kind of weird. I remember at my high school graduation taking that picture of the siblings, and it was the 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 four of us, I think, three of us, yeah. four of us, four. that each had brothers or sisters that were graduating together, and then the younger brothers and younger sisters that are graduating together. It was it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool yeah. moment. It's interesting. Five years apart. And then another part of this loaded question is uh, uh, what has been your favorite memory together? I mean, and that's so hard. It's so fucking hard. I have I have 24 years to choose from. Um, I'll rattle off a couple. Uh, growing up when we were younger, it was definitely wiffle ball. Yep. Uh, we we had um, we had a, a pretty sizable yard in our, our front yard and very secluded. So we like it was a really wooded area and the way the tree line on the left went and the way we had these uh, Rosa Sharon bushes up in front of our house kind of just created its own baseball field a little bit, a little baseball diamond uphill, of course. Yeah. Um, that was going to say it's on a slant. Yeah. A little, a little <laughs> bit of a slant pitching, pitching downhill. Uh, but no, we uh, growing up every single day of the summer, we were basically out there playing wiffle ball. You, I was always the Mets. You were always the Yankees. And we always used real, real lineups and even kept some, kept some stats imitating the uh the stances of the players was one of my favorite things to do yep i was uh and i remember we would even trade each other players because i remember you had matt lawton for a little bit on the matt yankees lawton and i had a uh, toshi shinjo i remember trading for him because you like doing his stance and like yep. whenever you hit a home run you could do the toshi shinjo f- uh bat flip bat flip yep. yeah but no that was probably that was probably the 
that's probably the thing that sticks out the most in my mind, like growing up, like hanging out with you was probably playing wiffle ball and, uh, you know, David Justice and Al Leiter getting into a brawl. <laughs> I forgot about the brawl. Yeah. That that lasted probably an hour of us <laughs> just <laughs> fighting on the front lawn, but not not really fighting, but just like play fighting. I, um, also, we, we used to play Rock Band and Guitar Hero a lot. Rock Band and Guitar Hero. Uh, you don't remember Green Day Rock Band because you didn't, but that one sticks out in my mind. I don't know if we ever played Green Day Rock Band a lot together. For me, I know. Beatles, Beatles it was Rock Band. Beatles Rock Band and then Guitar Hero 3. Uh, Guitar Hero 3 with um, Dragon Force on it. Yep. Uh, which I could never do. Still probably to this day can't do it. But... I'd, I'd love to get... I was actually thinking about it the other day. I'd love for Rock Band to like come out with a new updated version. And I just want to play the drums, man. I just want to I just want to bang uh, on the drums all day. I was thinking about that after uh, Neil Pert passed away because YYZ was in Rock Band and the drum line was fucking sick because it's yep. a Rush song. Um, I was thinking about that actually today driving home. I was listening to a, a podcast. I was talking about Neil Pert and I was thinking, man, that Rock Band, like playing the drums, you just feel like such a badass. Like you're like, oh shit, I could do this. Like I could play the drums if I really wanted to. And then you get in front of the drum, a real drum set and you can't fucking <laughs> yeah. do anything. Yeah, you just sound stupid. But I, I remember Rock Band was like perfect. Like I, it was almost like ahead of its time, but like perfect for the time because like it was it came out right when I was like a, a sophomore in high school. So like all of our friends before we had cars, we'd get like rides to our friend's house and we'd just play Rock Band and have Rock Band parties and stuff like that. Like it was it was perfect. It was an awesome game. And then when we got Beatles Rock Band and we had Dad join in and because he obviously got us into the Beatles. And I don't know. I'd love to see a remake of Rock Band or Guitar Hero. Because I know uh, Guitar Hero came out with the one a couple years ago. It just didn't fly that well. Yeah, they changed up the they, they tr- obviously tried to make it different for the times, and but I mean, I think you, you you're right that music games were a little bit ahead of their time, and the fact, but they were so popular, and I'm surprised that they just kind of died off as quickly as they did. They did die real fast because I remember um, when Rock Band Two came out. I didn't really play Rock Band Two because I think that was right around the time when I was like in college, and no one really had it. Yeah, uh, Rock Band. I didn't really play Rock Band 2 because I was in high school when Rock Band 2 came out, and I think you had either just moved out or were in the process of moving out. Um, I think when I started high school, you had already moved out. Or, yeah, like when I started ninth grade, you had already moved out. Yeah, I moved out when I was 18. Yeah, so uh, the summer before I went to high school, you had moved out. So uh, we didn't really play Rock Band 2 together. And I didn't. I don't even think I owned Rock Band 2, and I definitely didn't own Rock Band 3 because Rock Band 3 was the uh, the keyboard that I never ever even touched. Didn't even play that one. But you know, yeah, Beatles, Beatles rock band, getting that for Christmas was probably one of the most memorable Christmases besides getting our golden retriever, Mary was Beatles rock band. The one where we got the game and the game wasn't in the box. Yeah. So we got it for Christmas. It was like a, it was like one of the, the hype moments. Like we opened all of our presents and everything was was done. It was one of the last ones. And, and mom was just like, wait, there's one more thing. And, she brought out Beatles Rock Band. It was the big thing that like, had the drum set in it. It came with the drum set. And there was a tiny little like hole. like You could barely fit your hand in that hole uh, on the bottom of the box. And the game was gone. So the, all we had was just a drum set from Rock Band. And like the little outline of the bass drum that said the Beatles on it. Like It was the Beatles bass drum. And we had no game to play. And I was just like, we could just play regular Rock Band. You're like, yeah. no, that's, that's not that fun. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, so mom and I went the next day to Walmart, complained, and we got the the game game given to us for free. So well, not really for free, because yeah, I mean paid for, paid for the other things. But yeah. 
but yeah, uh, Beatles, Beatles rock band, Wiffle Ball. Those are two of the biggest things that that stick out to me uh, for our for my fondest memories of like us living in our childhood home. Yeah, uh, if we're gonna go off the the property a little bit, uh, you being on the volleyball team at such a young age versus me being on the varsity team was also fun. You getting to hang out with all of us as as we were juniors and seniors. Yep. And you being in seventh and eighth grade. My mind being mended by you, uh, you assholes. Yep. You you high school douchebags, and I was just an innocent seventh grader, and I was being taught some stuff that I probably shouldn't have been taught Easily. by uh, by right. by some of your friends. But yeah, uh, I I enjoyed that. Also, it it led me to play volleyball for basically the rest of my life because I'm still playing it, as I was just talking about earlier. Um, so shout out to you for that for getting me into volleyball. Yep, going to a, going to Warp Tour, and where, did we go to Scranton? We went to no, we went to uh, Massachusetts. Oh, somewhere we went to Mansfield. We yeah. went to Mansfield. Uh, that was yeah. when I was in eighth grade, going into ninth grade, I think. Uh, that was my first pretty ever sure, walk tour. Pretty sure I had just graduated. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, group of your friends and me again, being uh, molded into the person I am now by by <laughs> friends. Um, sitting sitting in the back seat of the car. And... Yep. Uh, it fucking poured that day. Yeah, it did. The entire day. That was my first ever warp tour experience. Was uh basically hanging out and getting soaking wet all all fucking day. Is that where you saw your first pair of boobs? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe because okay. <laughs> I remember during during a day to remember there was a bunch of people that were flashing them. Uh, I think I was. I didn't want to go in the crowd because I was too small and fragile and scared. Small. I was too, way too. I was too whittle. I was too whittle to go into the crowd. Uh, so I hung back with uh, one of your friends who also said he didn't want to go in the crowd, but I think he was just being nice. Ryan. Yeah, I think yeah. he was just being nice and uh, didn't feel like leaving me alone in this giant crowd of people who were, you know, moshing and punching each other and shit. So that shows how good of a brother I am. You're like, yeah, he's fine. I'm going. Yeah, and God, <laughs> fuck it. He's he'll be he's- all right. He's fine. I remember there's a picture. There's a picture of of me. It was the uh, your two friends. Who was it? It was uh, Diana and um, Allison. Allison. They were taking like a selfie, and I had my hood up, and I'm standing in the background. My hair. I had really long Bieber hair at the time. Oh um, yeah, your hair. You look like a demon child. Yeah. No, I don't look like a demon child. Uh, Ryan said I look like one of the people that you would like pay money to donate to make sure that they're okay. Yeah, like on yeah. the <laughs> like the uh, the I forget what it's called, but the, the those commercials that just Sarah McLaughlin plays, but not the pet yep. ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I mean I don't I couldn't agree more that I that's what I look like. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find that picture and tweet it from the account. All right, you do that. But yeah, going to Warp Tour. Um, there was something else I had. Oh, uh, real real deep cut. We were real young. Um, and I actually think I told the story to a couple of my coworkers last summer. Um, we would go walk because we had a trail behind our house. We would go uh, walk down the trail and there was an old computer. That was, oh, yeah. That was like dumped into the woods for some reason. And I remember we found it and we would like secretly take pieces from it like the motherboard and shit, like break pieces off and like carry them home and like hide them because like we didn't want mom and dad to figure out that we were playing with like a broken computer. (laughs) So we would like, um, we would open, like we would open the computer and like break it apart and stuff and just steal pieces from it. 
I remember that. We used to think that we were like rebuilding it somehow or we were, yeah, we were fucking young. No, we were also yeah. really, really young. Uh we also had um we also had those vines behind our house, like into our house yes. or not swinging on the vines. We would just go down and hang out on these weird tree vines and just uh hang out and swing on those for hours on end. Oh yeah, I remember that. And uh those, those vines were sick. Living in the woods, looking back on it, it's pretty fucking cool that we did that. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that we grew up where we grew up and not growing up in like New York City or even Albany, New York. Um Yeah. Speaking of Albany, segue. Uh you getting the apartment in um in Albany. You're getting your first apartment in Albany and me coming up to visit for my like 15th birthday. Yep. And uh, sorry, mom, if you're listening, but that was the first time I ever got drunk. Yep. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> off half of a four loco, half of a uh, the blue one. No, blue I thought berry. it was a lemonade one because I didn't like the uh, blue maybe because I, I definitely drank the I drank the blue ones back when uh, they were the real four locos. Yep. And that was the that was the four locos that had the energy drink in them. Um, so yep. they were they were the before they got taken off the market and put back on without the energy drink in them. So yeah, good times. Um, but then you moved apartments for various, various reasons. Yep. Uh, and then I would come up and, and hang out on, on some certain weekends and uh, continue to drink at a very young age. Debauchery. Uh, yep, continue some debauchery with, with the gin bucket. The gin bucket. Uh, I forgot you were there, present for the gin bucket. I was very present for the gin uh, gin bucket. And I think that uh, that was the first time I ever had gin, and I honestly feel like that's the reason why I like gin. <laughs> that that gin bucket is the reason why I hate gin. So um, my love for gin and tonic, I think, developed at at the age of fifteen or sixteen. So, but then more importantly, you moved to apartments again, and that's when I started going to college, and I moved up in the area, and we actually went to the same college my freshman year of college. And for the first time ever, we had a class together, which was super awesome and super weird Definitely. at the same time. I was waiting for it to get to it because having sharing a math class was phenomenal. A college math class um, that I remember I got my schedule for, for school. I was sitting at home and I asked you when, when you had classes and stuff like that and you listed off your schedule and I was like, oh shit, we have math at the same time. Who's your professor? And you were like, Professor, what was his name? Dreyer, 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 and I was like, "Oh shit, we have the same math class," <laughs> and uh, that was probably one of the most fun times of my life because we sat in the back, and our professor did not know which one was Ethan and which one was Nick, and we just kind of bullshit around the entire time. And um, my freshman year of college was was so much fun because you would just come over to the dorm rooms and hang out. We played. That's where our like. I mean, we already liked NBA 2K, but that's, that's where our, I think our love for it began. Well, yeah, we, for sure. We would play each other in 2K basically every single day or Grand Theft Auto 5. GTA 5, just doing stupid shit, like trying to find the fun, like the most fun ways to die were just so much fun. Yeah, we, I don't think we really did the, the campaign missions together. I think we just fucked around yep. with like cheat codes and shit. And like I've played GTA 5 since then, and it's still not as fun as it was when we first played it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'd I'd feel the same way because I've got I haven't played it since we since your dorm. Yeah, uh, but no, sharing a college math class, sharing, sharing the same college, and we would just hang out and get breakfast together and fucking um, get lunch together and stuff. That was that was a lot of fun. And then yeah, it was. 
uh, eventually I moved into the apartment that you were living in. Yep. A lot, a lot of fun was had in that apartment for the short three months that we lived together. Oh yeah, you did live together with me. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I forgot that like I didn't move out right away. No, so I uh, started staying like in the apartment after John moved out, basically in like June or even May, like right after school ended. I think I just started staying at the apartment because John wasn't there anymore. And there was an open room, and he left the bed. So oh, I, yeah. I just started staying, and then that's when we also worked at the resort uh, together. Yep. And we yep. every every single day would drive into work. Um, some of the times, super fucking hungover. Yes. Uh, yes. Summer, summer 2014. The, the, the Shout fun, out the, to summer 2014. All, yeah, summer 2014 was uh, was so much fun. Yeah. The fireball. The fireball night. The fireball fiasco with the reason I can't drink fireball anymore. Oh, I still can. Nope, I have not. I don't think I've... I think I might have had Recovered? it like once since, since that day. Um. <laughs> totally, totally getting shit faced, and then having to go to work at seven a.m. to cook breakfast the next day. There was, I'm, I'm trying to think. There are so many memories. Like we could talk all night. No, I know this could, us. this could be literally our show if we talk about like one memory a day, <laughs> like well, one memory a week. So I feel, I just feel like the, the short answer of, uh, of both these questions is of have you ever, have you been as close as, or have you always been close? Yes. And yes. what are your favorite memories? Too many to count. Like too many there. There's just way too many. Um, they're like, even after you, so you moved to Milwaukee for work and then I was living in that apartment on my own for a little bit. Um, but we still stayed close. Like we still played Xbox. Like I sent, I remember you, you bought an Xbox and paid it off, but couldn't take it with you. So I had to ship it to you <laughs> or, yep. Yep. <laughs> Yep, you mailed you mailed me my Xbox. <laughs> yep, and I remember I was super sketched out because I was mailing you an Xbox, and I was like, "It's just gonna get left at your apartment, and someone's gonna steal it." Because like, but uh, that that's when we started really getting into like playing Xbox t- together, like playing Modern or Call of Duty Ghosts. Shout out to Ghosts, even oh, though man. everybody Ghost hates is, it. Ghosts is up there as one of the best Call of Duties. I uh, in our I think in our mind, yes, and everybody else's mind, no. <laughs> But uh, I think if we ever get to if we ever get to streaming, that's what we should stream. We should stream, stream Call of Duty Ghost. Ghost. Dude, I'm up yeah. for it. And uh, <laughs> everyone on Twitter and uh, email, let us know if you'd like to see us stream a six year old game with probably nobody playing it. I don't know, man. Uh, I played Call of Duty. I forget which. I might have been Modern Warfare Three on PlayStation Three last week, and lobbies were full. Hmm. All right, we can we could we could hop into Ghost at some point. I have to reinstall it, but I. we we could hop into Ghost and see if it's full. And if it's full, we can, we might be able to, to stream that game for a little bit. Um, let me check. I definitely still have it. I definitely still have it too. I never got rid of it because I, I, I like it so much. Yep. But yeah, anyway, uh, after you moved away, I think we didn't grow apart even in the slightest. I think it was no, definitely. I, yep. It it didn't it didn't like hurt us, but it, I mean, it, I feel like. A very cliche saying is absence makes the heart grow fonder. And I feel like that's what happened with us because we were so close for those four or five months of being adults and living on our like on our own kind of thing. Like not not living in the same room because we are ha- living in the same house because we had to because we were family, but living in the same house because we wanted to. Um, remember the remember the nights we just go sit on the porch and smoke cigars and listen to country music and drink monsters. Dude, those were probably my favorite nights of the summer of 2014. <laughs> 
we were super unhealthy, go outside, hang out, play some really loud country music on our on our porch in in Albany and then smoke some black and milds and then fucking chug monsters all night <laughs> and then yep, go in and make fun Snapchats that no one else thought was funny. Yep. Uh, I still have them on my old phone. I'll have to dig those out. Yeah, yeah those in my life. Uh, those were those were fun. But like we got super, super close, probably closer than we were when we were actually living together when we were growing up. And then when you moved away, I don't think that ever changed. Correct. We have matching tattoos. Yeah, man. I mean, we get, we do have matching tattoos. We had plans for another one, which we still need to get. Yep. Um, but we do have matching tattoos, and yeah, Star Wars related as well. Obviously, we talk about Star Wars a lot. We could probably just say where they are. You have uh, who's your tattoo of? I have Boba Fett with the Greek flag draped around him, and I have Jango Fett with the Greek Greek flag draped around him. Um, so it's the exact same tattoo, only different color scheme. Yep. Um, which is kind of ironic because. Django Fett is Boba Fett's dad, and you're old, you're <laughs> older than I am, and I have the Django tattoo, and you have the Boba tattoo. But I mean, remember when remember when we showed up to the parlor and he had colored them both Boba Fett colors? Yeah, we were both super, dis- or I was, yeah, was super fucking yeah, was disappointed. A, I was like, I kind of wanted Django Fett, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you, I mean, I, I'll get it, I guess. He's like, no, 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 I'll fix it real quick, and then he just traced it on me, and then just colored at jangle fit not boba fett yeah Which, i mean shout out to uh who is that jeff bolt right jeff bolt jeff bolt if you're listening shout out man <laughs> good job tattooing me <laughs> i got a couple tattoos from jeff i got my first ever tattoo from jeff on my back you were there for that yep and then i got uh two more from him uh the inside of my arm and then the the, the Django tattoo and then i got the back of my arm from the other jeff that worked at that shop who I think you knew from high school, right? I knew his brother. Played uh, played baseball with his brother. Right, right, right. Jeff, I think Vance like, right? Yep. If you're listening, Jeff, you're not as good as Jeff Bolt. Whoops. Oops. It's true. Sorry. I have I, I have a JVS tattoo also, and Bolt is much better. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, n- I mean now, uh, like I said before, the we didn't didn't grow apart after you moved away, and then you moved kind of back. To New York, but not in the same area. Uh, Definitely not in the same area. <laughs> we would still, I would still come down and visit. And then I moved to where I am now, and I would come visit you. You'd come visit me, and that's kind of how it is now. <laughs> like that, we just yep. still, still basically talk every single day, and still, I mean, what is it? Our Snapchat st- streak is up to eight hundred and um, stand by eight hundred seventy nine days. <laughs> Constant <laughs> Snapchats. That's uh, pretty damn impressive. Sure is. But yeah, no. So I think that that pretty much wraps up those questions on that that uh, Tiffany sent in. Tiffany. From Thanks for the questions, Tiff. Thanks for the questions, Tiff. If anybody else thinks of questions, please feel free to send them our way. Uh, at either on Twitter, our DMs are open if you want to slide into those DMs at bros underscore talking or shoot us an email, like I said before, at bros talking pod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd be feel we would love to just dive into questions like these and talk nonstop about them. Agreed. Um, I got a question for you, Ethan. Oh, yeah, you do. Do you like documentaries? So I I like the idea of documentaries. And I think if I find a really good documentary, I will definitely be super engaged with it. But I think it has to be the perfect documentary. Okay, so I'm super into true crime documentaries. Like, 
I don't I don't know why, but I'm really looking forward to the Aaron Hernandez doc, which comes out today. Actually, it's on Netflix now. I did not know that that was going to be a documentary, and that yep. seems like it's going to be fucking crazy. I'm super intrigued by it. Um, but like watching it, I just get so entranced with it, and like it's one of those things where like I can watch a movie, but I'll like check my phone every now and then. I'll get up to make a snack or something like that. When I'm watching the documentary, that I'm fully in, in like in in I don't even know how to say it, like just involved in it, like you said, I can't move like. The the one I watched last year, um, fuck, uh, Evil Genius, so fucking intense. And same with uh, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. It's one of those things where like I'm laying on the couch and then something happens and I'm sitting up on the couch leaning forward and I stay like that forever. So I can't actually get into like true crime documentaries because that freaks me out. Like because that shit happens in real life and they're real true stories. So I think that's why I like it because like I grew up watching horror movies by myself. Like I like scary things. That's true. Speaking of sharing a room, every time you watched a fucking scary movie, I had to bounce because I was not into that shit. (laughs) I I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm like, I'm really into the idea of this Aaron Hernandez one because I know it's, it's going to be creepy. Yeah. I I mean, I'll definitely check it out. Like I was listening to, like I said before, people talking about Rush and they were talking about the documentary about Rush. And that seems really interesting. I do like documentaries about like bands and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like lighthearted documentaries. Um, but I think there's there's also one about um, free climbing that apparently is really fucking good. And I think it was like, yeah, I, wa- I watched that free, free solo. Was it good? Yeah, it would was pretty re- good. Would you recommend it to someone who's not that into documentaries? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I think I, I like I like it, but but I feel like you would get bored with it. That's why. Yeah, I, I probably would. Uh, That's like that because I know you. I feel like you'd be like watching it and be like, "Nah, eh, this is okay." And then you'd look at your phone and then get like fall like into the depths of Twitter world or something like yep. that. So, so uh, I feel like you wouldn't. It, I wouldn't recommend it to you, but to anyone who likes documentaries, I absolutely would recommend it. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, there was one time. I ate a cookie. Uh, I ate way too much of a certain type of cookie. And you told me that the best way to relax was to watch animal documentaries. And then you said the reason that you love raccoons is because you would do the same thing and watch documentaries about raccoons. Yep. I still remember the, I don't remember the name of the documentary, but it was about raccoons in Toronto. <laughs> and it it was unbelievable (laughs) that experience of watching it was fantastic (laughs) so i took your advice and i put on a documentary i think it was about three separate baby animals the one was a monkey and one was a polar bear and i don't remember what the other one was um it was on netflix and i remember that the polar bear's mother was like going too far ahead of it in a snowstorm and it couldn't find its mom and dude i freaked the fuck out (laughs) Man, I uh, I remember like turning it off, being like the 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 polar bear is never gonna find its mom. I don't know how it ended. I think I watched maybe the first fifteen minutes of it, but it felt like it was going on for like four hours. So I was like, this isn't gonna end well. This is like they're gonna kill off the polar bear. Like the polar bear is gonna die, and no one's gonna do anything about it. And then I remember texting you and be like, dude, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and you're just like, you're fine. Just go to sleep. And I was like, okay, that's not the night that you were staring in the mirror. Ah, uh, yes, it was the same exact night. Okay, you definitely had too much cookie. Yeah, a little too, little too much cookie. 
but yeah, documentaries are the way to go. And if you find the right one, like you'd have to watch like Planet Earth. That's the kind of animal documentary I'm talking about. I actually do enjoy Planet Earth, but I also just really like uh, David Attenborough's voice. That's fair. Because uh, we used to watch like, um, I think it was called Blue Planet in my marine biology class since in high school. And I was mm-hmm. super into that, even though I, th- but I also think that's where my fear of the ocean comes from because I am a very big thalassophobic that I do not like open water. And I think it's because of watching those. Gotcha. Also the fact that I can't swim. <laughs> well, that might do something, but no, nah, uh, man, my bucket list, my bucket list is to uh, go cage diving with great white sharks. I will watch from the land. I'll wave. Hey, definitely won't see you nope because i feel like i'll be uh you you won't even go on a boat i don't i don't think so open water is not my forte and i think just like seeing how vast the ocean is from up close it will probably give me a panic attack <laughs> all right. i see all right. these, like i see these videos all the time of like people standing on docks and then all of a sudden like a humpback whale coming and like breaching like and like it's not doing anything it's just like mouth just coming open and then closing like super close to the dock and i'll just i would just flip out like those that thing's those things kind of scare me man like i actually saw i saw a video not uh i think last week of um i forget where they were uh, i want to say it was either oregon or alaska or something like that they were on they were on the shore and this little kid was about to go jet skiing for the first time not jet skiing uh water skiing and so the boat takes off Within a matter of seconds, they couldn't have been like more than like 40 feet out. There's an orca whale right underneath her skiing and she was water skiing for the first time. And the mom who was filming started freaking out and the boat slowed down and went to like towards the dock and there was no sight of the orca. But it was insane. Just literally 30 seconds after leaving the shore, there was a killer whale right underneath the kid. Nope. It was intense. (laughs) No, thank you. I mean, the whale didn't do anything. It was literally just swimming underneath, and the mom started freaking out, and that's when they like went back towards shore. No, that's that's the kind of shit that like freaks me out. Even though like they're most likely not gonna do anything. Like I don't. I think I think in the story there was like no. There was a report that there was like no attacks from killer whales ever. I don't know that. Or in that at least at least in that. Because <laughs> I don't think that's true. Because I think killer whales have attacked humans before, thinking they were like seals or something. But uh, yeah, ocean. No go for me, man. Like the like just the, un, just the unknown. The unknown. You don't know what the like. It's the same reason why I, I kind of get freaked out about the dark. Like you don't know what's there, even though like you know what's there. It's gonna be probably nothing. But like you don't know. Sixty feet down in the ocean, there could be a fucking giant squid, and you'll never know. Like that's that's no. See, I I find that cool and interesting. Also. In the wild, there have been no fatal attacks on humans and only one reported bite by a killer whale. Huh. Well, prove me the fuck wrong. Well, they, I remember you're probably thinking of uh, SeaWorld. I don't, I don't think I ever whale. thought of SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, the killer whale killed the trainer. Oh, well, good for the killer whale. Fuck SeaWorld. Yep. Truth. Preach. <laughs> oh, the only thing I'd be cool with in the, if I was out on the ocean, if I saw like Godzilla, that'd be cool. But then, okay, I, but, so, then, but then yeah, I'd probably, yeah, but then, I'd probably die. But exactly. So you, the only thing you think was cool is certain death. Well, yeah, the but the, the I've always said, and by always I mean like last year, that if the world were to end in a horrific way, I would want it to be giant monsters. 
Like I don't want See, that's cool. I, yeah, I, that's I don't want the the world to be hit like by an asteroid or anything like that. I would just rather Godzilla and King Ghidorah and Mothra r- rain down on on the Earth, and I'd be like, "Holy shit, this is the best moment of my life! I'm about to be killed by Godzilla." That's fair. What about aliens? No, aliens. Aliens freak me out. Like, <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Like I, I, they are 100% out there because it's a terrifying thought that we are not alone in the universe. And it's a terrifying thought that we are alone in the universe. So I'd rather think that there are other life forms out there. Okay. But like speaking of documentaries, dad would always watch like the extraterrestrial documentaries. Like he loved, um, what was that? I think it was Spielberg movie. Um, uh, close encounters of the third kind. Yes. So he'd always watch like that movie. And then he watched like a documentary about the guy who like, really thought he was being abducted by aliens and he would like have like shitty camcorder recordings and stuff like that. And that stuff, even though it looked really terrible and really fake would always freak me out that there was like aliens just watching you when you're not looking. See, I think that's the way it's like, if it was going to be like a mass end to the world, I think an alien attack would be kind of cool. I don't, I don't know. I I think a kaiju attack would be cooler because I feel like it'd be quicker. <laughs> I feel like the aliens would do some experiments to like see what's really going on inside of us. Oh, uh, you ever see war of the worlds? Yeah. And it scared me because of the weird tentacle yeah. eyes off the giant robot monsters. Yeah. They were, that's when they were capturing, but I don't know. I, I, I think they just blow it to shit. Be like, fuck this. Just blow it up. I mean, that'd be cool. If that's, if that's what the aliens do, then yeah, that's, that's also a good way for the world to end. But but I don't want them to like come down and be our new overlord, over, overlords, and like fucking. Poke, well, that's why I don't want. Uh, that's why I don't want robots to take over. Because if robots took over, then we're fucked. Because they're not going to kill us; they're going to enslave us. Dude, they're already taking over. Remember that story you told me about your fucking uh, Roomba going on in the middle of the night and tearing apart your oh, room? They're taking over. The shit out of me. <laughs> and then those security robots that are now just roaming around Walmart. Yeah, dude, I saw one in uh, uh, Shaw's. Not Walmart, Shaw's. They had it. It was either Shaw's or uh, one of the others. Not Stop and Shop. I think it was Shaw's. Well, they're taking over. And yep. we're all fucked. Because yep. Alexas are listening to everything you say. And they're just keeping that information. Being like, oh, they're they're listening to me right now. Because my Alexa is close to me. And they're going to be like, oh, Ethan doesn't like the ocean. Let's fucking throw him in the ocean. Um, that's it for me. Yep. you know. Or maybe uh, Godzilla's listening. Godzilla, if you're listening, uh, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> If you're listening, please let us know what you think of this podcast. <laughs> Blow us up if you like it. <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, like, <laughs> like, share, and subscribe if if uh, if you like. There it. you go. <laughs> All right, so that's gonna wrap up uh, this episode of Bros Talking. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. If you dig the show, tell your friends, and most importantly, tell us. Uh, share and subscribe to the show on whatever uh, platform you are using. And maybe tweet at us a couple times, you know, because we don't really have uh, that much interaction going on on Twitter. We're trying to grow that Twitter following just a little bit. So uh, help us grow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tell me uh, what kind of flavors of Hot Pockets to buy, because right now I only buy three flavors. Ham and cheese. I'm already craving another one. Ham and cheese is okay. It's actually not in my rotation. Uh, You want to know my my rotation? You've never been a big fan of ham and cheese pot. Ham and cheese pot. Uh, Hot Pockets. Even even though it's the most popular one. Give me your rotation real quick. My, uh, My rotation is on the pretzel bun, the applewood bacon cheddar cheese. And bacon. Oh, wait, I said bacon. Uh, the pretzel bread. And then on the crispy buttery crust, steak and cheddar and uh, cheeseburger are my three favorites. I always like the, uh, I think 
you said it the cheddar bacon one with like the pretzel crust yeah yeah, the, yeah. that's my favorite yeah. hot pocket uh so yeah i uh i realized i realized in a late age that the pepperoni pizza is hot trash yep not a big fan of the pepperoni pizza also not a fan of the steak and cheese uh the is it the steak and cheese one that has like peppers and onions in it no, 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 that's the fajita that one. That one's not good. I don't like, I don't like what, that one either. I can just get the steak and cheese. No. It's extra cheesy. So, oh, yeah, uh, hit Nick up on Twitter with, with your Hot Pocket recommendations. Uh, Hot Pocket, if you want to sponsor us, let us know. We'd be more than happy to uh, throw, throw an ad in yeah, yeah. there for you. Uh, Nick, if people yeah. wanted to cool. send, your, uh, send their favorite Hot Pocket flavors your way, where would they do it? You can hit me up on the Twitter machine, at N-I-C-K-A-023. That's Nicka 23 uh, you can send your flavor recommendations my way, even though I probably won't take them um, at Amazing Asthmatic. And I will list those in the show description, as always. Uh, so next week, we'll talk about some more things. So come hang out again. Send us. Maybe I'll have another. Hot send pocket. us some stuff to talk about, you know. All right. Deuces, guys. All right, guys. Thank you. All right. Later. Bye. Bye.